Um, why don't we do this week in auto history? I have that written down okay. here. Okay, let me pull that rascal up. Okay. Um, I always love auto history. Okay. This week in auto history. And uh, one of the things that I was taught in my early days of radio, which was back uh, in the steamroller days, uh, is, is that we don't go back. We don't talk about history. You don't, we don't have this day in history. Well, guess what? To all those uh, unemployed consultants that came up with that. <laughs> Naysayers. Thank you. So we're going to do it anyway here on the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show for this week in auto history. In 1905, Arthur McDonald of Great Britain set a land speed record at on Daytona Beach, Florida, of 149.87. In that thing? In that thing. Good Lord. That's scary. Can you imagine? It no. sort no. of looks like it's a steam with the, but the pipes or tubes or something. Yeah. Um, was it steam? And went 149 miles an hour. <laughs> Sitting outside, you know. No helmet, no roll cab. cage. Yeah. I no mean, seat belt, no nothing. Yeah. did have a cool hat, though. I like the hat. In 1924, Kingsford, Michigan, uh, the Ford Motor Company's planned community was incorporated as a village. The company owned large, Ford owned large tracts of timber in the area, mm -hmm. which were used to produce wooden auto body panels like those commonly seen on station wagons in later days. Is that, is that where the Kingsford Charcoal Company is? I don't know. I'm assuming so because the Kingsford name. That I don't know, but that's a good good question. I don't know. But it's it's amazing how smart Henry was to not only... Um, build cars the way he did, which was the first um, moving assembly line, but to own all of the, the component for forest yeah. coming to it because he had a rubber plantation. Fordlandia down in South America. So, yep. and, and, and reutilized the, the, everything. Exactly. When they built Willow Run, they used the scrap materials to heat the building. Huh. Okay. Willow Run. In 1948, we just heard heard about this on the first interview we had. In 1948, four cars and trucks um, shared the same styling cues, uh, and all uh, Ford did was introduced the F1, the start of the F series trucks in Ford. And in 1948, they had badged an F1 through an F8 in order of ascending capabilities. Like today, it's the F150. 250, 350, 450, 550. Um, back then, they had the F1 through the F8. Hmm. They don't. They well, don't make a 850, do they? Today that they do. I, I don't, think they do. 650. Is I think 650? 650 is the biggest. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Still like it. Um, and shout out a happy birthday to Janice Joplin from over there. And wait a minute, she's dead. Yeah, she's but, been dead a while. She she lives on on the internet, so everybody still does birthdays to people on the internet. That are yeah, gone, and they dead. actually David Crosby's was, dead too. And I was just about to say they actually Crosby so and Janice were uh, in. They they got together playing guitar and uh, writing music together. One of the first couple of songs that Crosby was involved with was with Janice. And uh, probably, Crosby probably was, doing a little heroin together too. Uh, Jan <laughs> reason they don't remember Crosby it. was <laughs> inducted in the Hall of Fame twice: once for the Birds and then once for Crosby Stills. Nash. Yeah. And, and she Graham was, Nash was actually deaf in one ear for about 40%, 60% was deaf. And uh, Janis Joplin was born in 1943, the same same year you, Don. <laughs> actually, I was born in 23. Okay. 18, That's the way I feel today. But that was in Port <laughs> Arthur, Texas. No, that would be Mars. Mm -hmm. In 1954, 
General Motors introduced the Firebird XP21 show car, the world's first gas turbine power car. That's very cool. Yeah, it is. And actually, that is still at the GM Heritage Museum. Is it? Bubble top. It was named named uh, as an imitation of the U.S. military's experimental jet-powered aircraft. It looks like one of those bomb cars that they used to make. uh, Tanks. Like running at Bonneville. The belly tank cars. Belly tank, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of people think the first turbine car shown by an auto manufacturer was the uh, Chrysler, Chrysler. Turbo, turbine. And they did sell a small number of those uh, Chrysler turbines. GM never sold I didn't sold think the they turbine. sold them. Didn't they kind of lease them or something? Because the, you... they were out there in the market. I, I want to say 50 or 60 of them. But I think Chrysler went back out and got them all Yeah, because they they had a tendency to kind of warm up the car behind them. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> you talk about tailgate, getting rid of a tailgate. You know, I actually I actually uh saw one run and it was at the Chrysler Proving Grounds and I will tell you that uh underneath the back end of that car it was hot. It was loud too. Everybody's there making No, it wasn't s'mores. loud. Was it loud? It no, was it not loud. Uh uh-uh. uh I don't know how they muffled the sound of it, but they did. Well, helicopters aren't loud except the noise that the prop makes. Right, well, to the wind, I don't to the know air. about that. You stand next to a jet engine, I can promise you it's loud. Okay. Well, I, I don't get that privilege. Well, it's it's not a privilege, okay. but it, it's loud. <laughs> it's a curse. In 1955, the Cadillac Park Avenue show car was displayed at the New York Motorama in Manhattan's Waldorf Astoria That's Hotel. That's gorgeous. That is gorgeous. And the, the Park Avenue was... Uh, um, what year was that? 1955. Wow. The Park Avenue led as the prototype for the Eldorado Broham. 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 The Broham. The Broham. The Broham. And it was that, in the time, it was the most costly car. And what about uh, the Deuce and a Quarter? That's a 225. But, that was, but those were Park Buick used the Park Avenue name. Cadillac started a number of names. Cadillac actually had an El Camino. Wasn't a wasn't a car truck thing, but that was the name of a their branding sh- of it. Yeah. yeah, the name of their show car. We're just going to take a minute and absorb this photo for some time here. Prosperity. <laughs> okay. Jeff, our our cattle cattle lunatic. Cattle. <laughs> In 1971, Jaguar's XJ13 protype was displayed uh, in England uh, by British Leyland. Not a big Jag fan. No. Never have been. I, I think I thought they made some stunningly beautiful cars. Well, the XKE Design. when it first came out was, yeah. but uh, uh, now it looks odd. I like that one. And it was this car was destined to become the next luxury Jaguar. The bad luck is that uh, the prototype was wrecked in its first test run, so oh the quality of the car is, was left to be. Was it in the media fleet? <laughs> Driven by test driver Norman Dewis. Um, Dewis. Dewis, D-E-W-I-S, uh, ending the XJ-13 development program. He ruined the car. And it was kept by Jaguar and rebuilt. <laughs> oh, That's too bad. Yep. So that is this week in automotive history. Well, I want more. Um, oh, Carol more. Shelby's birthday was this, this week. week. Yep. Um, let's see, who else? A.J. Foyt's birthday is this oh, week. Oh, I did not well, know It was that. this past week, yeah. Right. He was, he's Happy 88. Birthday, AJ. Eighty-eight. Happy yeah, Mars, birthday, you dude. need to get AJ on the on the show. Do that. And Elon too. You know he probably is listening. Mm-hmm. Not. <laughs> well, he's, but he's up in Hockley. Hockley he's or not Waller. far away. Yeah. yeah. No, he's not that far away. 
although that's a haul for me, not for you. No. But uh, And uh, I had met him. He used to eat uh, lunch at Cattleman's in uh, Waller, and I had met him at Cattleman's a couple of times. It's in, I, as a matter of fact, I have an interesting story. I was doing some uh, work for Mitsubishi Forklift. They've got a factory over there on the Beltway. And they had done a trade with AJ. We'll give you a forklift, and those things are expensive. Oh, yeah. We'll give you a forklift if you will come and have a personal appearance at our, um, it was a luncheon that they were debuting some whiz-bang forklift. And so I had a chance to not only interview him. Whiz-bang, is that another brand name, the whiz-bang? So I had a chance to interview him on stage in front of the crowd of people that was there. And I also had the opportunity to have lunch with him. And uh, walking over to the lunch from the, the stage, had a very nice walking conversation with him. And it's hard for him to walk because of all the accidents and leg injuries that he's had. But um, I was pleasantly surprised because, you know, A.J. Foyt had this reputation of uh, violent temper. Of being a hard ass. Yeah, yes. exactly. <clears throat> very much so. And he did not. He was not that way toward me at all, and I didn't pick up on any of that. He is a very, very passionate man. And needless to say, uh, you can imagine what he experienced in his racing career starting back in the late 1940s and uh, up to, well, I guess he's, is he still running a race car at Indy? he's still yeah, a team owner. He's, still, he's a team owner for an Indy car. Yeah. Take like uh, three Indy cars. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he's a very passionate man, especially when it comes to racing. You got to think he's one of the very few drivers who has won the Indy 500, yep. the Daytona 500, and the 24 Hours Le Mans. Yep. Uh, truly a, an amazing individual. Um, and to think that here is a race car driver that has lived to be 88 years old yeah. is truly remarkable. And has had some horrific accidents i will never time. forget the the indy car wreck that he had and it was up north on a road course somewhere and he went off the course and plowed it into a berm who's that watkins glen i think it might have been watkins yeah, he glen. had a horrible accident at watkins glen yeah well it broke both of his legs yeah. and his feet and it was just a horrible thing and um he didn't quit after that race but it was a while and then he Managed to, I guess, race another couple of races. He says, you know, I just can't quite do what I used to do. He had to have help to get into the car. I just, uh, you got to look at a guy like that and you go, wow. Now there's some passion, you know. And his stamina yep. for, over the, for the career. Right. Yeah. How, about the, how about the story of when he got stung by a million bees up yeah, there that was in his, his farm. ranch. He almost farm, died yeah. from that. Didn't that happen Got twice? Was Waller, it once or twice? In Waller? Yeah. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, that was a few years back, and he was good friends with Bob Allen. He used to be the sports director at Channel Thirteen before he passed, and uh, he, he had a great relationship with Bob. And Bob could call him on the phone and get whatever interviews that he wanted. Mm. Maybe one of these days before I die, I'll be able to do that as well. Hey, AJ, how you doing? You can call me anytime, Don. Thank you, and I do, even when you're in California at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. But you were supposed to be back, I think. All right. It's time to move on. Quick break now. We'll be right back. You're on the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show on iHeartRadio.